all of our tactics of trying to set ourselves free and little tricks we pull on each other to make each other think that they're free or that we're free. We want you to make us free, Lord. Please, you be the one that makes us free. Set us free from our own righteousness that's like filthy rags in your eyes, no matter what other people think it looks like. I worship you, Jesus. Amen. Okay, kids, bring it on. Yes. Well, the kids are coming. Uh, John Edwards graciously um, volunteered or accepted my request to facilitate. I won't be hugging necks and speaking with you guys close. I'm battling something nasty. It's been difficult to move and feeling, you know, sore all over and whatever. But no, I have the victory. But anyway, that's what's going on with me. Also, Sue is preaching next week, so get ready for the word of the Lord from the Queen of Kenya. And let's love on the pinners, okay? Let's really show them love. Um, are they back there yet? Okay. Um, let me just say this. Trent and I have been in conversation, and uh, their time there was a real God thing and a blessing. But uh, without trying to go into details that I don't have the authority to say, I want us to be different in the way we love them. I want us not to push them away. I want us not to look at challenges and even just casually dismiss or look to other things. The thing I love about this community is, which is the source from which everything comes, is there is a unified look towards Jesus alone. And along with that, you're open to what he gives, the gifts of the Spirit, the prophetic ways that some people are just not courageous enough to deal with. The place I see us needing the most growth is loving one another. And that's the most, there is nothing like it. So have the, have the pinners over to your house. Take them out to eat. Bring them something. Show them love. We're also super hoping they show up because they're the ones speaking tonight. Um, so if not, I might call on you. And you're like, no, the heck he's not. John Edwards got the mic. He's going to speak, isn't he? That liar. He's going to take it and run with it, isn't he? I might. Okay, kids. So I've had this idea that I've literally never had in my life, Jacob, you to man. And Leon, you're one. You are now years old. You were not months old. You were years old. Yay. Hey, both of them LJs. I didn't even think about that. That's awesome. Um, but we're here because of the third LJ, the invisible LJ, the Lord Jesus, um, who's just right here at the front with us. Um, okay, so I had this idea during worship. I've never thought of this in my life, in like leading kids' time or like overseeing a thing like this. But I thought, you know, I really want the kids to go pray for their parents. 
And I was like, well, this is kind of a silly thing because, I mean, my kid is six months old and, like, hardly, like, anything's yet. Like, it's starting to, like, wiggle around, like, like microscopically crawl. So it's like, what, like, how are we going to do that? What are we going to do? And and so I'm I'm just back there just, like, thinking about it and just like, okay. I think we're going to do this. But then like Alabaster Heart is on, not expecting you guys to know that song, but that was the song that was playing. I was so impacted and raised my hand to worship. And um, I opened my eyes and Zoe is like, I'm like teary eyed and like doing this. And I look down and I'm holding Zoe and she looks up at me and is smiling ear to ear and is like, and like goes to touch my face. And like she touched my like mouth. And I, like, got so wrecked and, like, started sobbing. Like, the Lord just got me. Um, so I think we're going to give that a shot. And if my little grunting, beautiful pigtail girly back there, just with a shh, with some nails right on my nose and face can get me, then I think the Lord's going to use you guys too. So how about this? You guys go back and sit with your parents wherever, and if you're already up here with your parents, you can stay. And if your parents are spread throughout the room, you just stay up here with your dad. I think that'd be good. And so kids in here, just pray for your parents. Whatever you feel the Lord shows you for your parents, even if it's just I love you or like playing outside was fun with you earlier, Maybe you didn't play outside because it's freezing cold out there. But whatever, just to give to them whatever you feel. So, yeah, go sit back with your parents. Um, and yay, pinners. Praise Jesus. And even, like, guys, let's, let's pray for our parents, too. The first commandment with a promise to honor your father and mother that you, it may go well with you in the land. That's so interesting. You ready, Leif Jacob? Oh, my word. Leon! I did not forget your name. I'm just very used to looking right at Leif Jacob and saying his name. I did not forget your name. He had an awesome party earlier, too. With the great charcuterie board. Mmm. So yes, kids specifically, pray for your parents. The Lord is so going to bless this, even if we don't feel a dramatic change. But blessed is he that believes without seeing. But I think we're going to see some stuff. And so for us in here, let's just pray for our, our parents and love and honor our parents and thank God our parent, God our Father. And so Lord... Speak to us in this time. Speak to us about our parents. Help us, Holy Spirit, to honor our father and mother. That pleases you so much. Help us to do that. And right now, God, as we wait before you for you to speak to us about our parents, to speak to us through our parents, we do this with a heart that primarily wants to worship and honor and acknowledge you but God, that there is no love. The Apostle John said, I have no greater joy than my children walk in the light. 
This is the greatest way to make our parents feel joy is for us to walk in the light with you, King Jesus. Please speak to us. We're open. You have said to us, Epaphita, be opened. We're not going to follow in the, the dumb and deaf spirit anymore as it pertains to our parents. We're open. I just, I just felt like I heard him say, Yay, Dada. Amen, Paul. Yay, Dada. Thank you, Lord. I see you giggling, Zoe. Please speak to us, Lord. Give us more. Give us a tenderer heart for our parents. Give me a tender heart for my dad, Lord Jesus. I forgive him. I forgive him. Thank you so much, Lord. Out of the mouths of nursing infants and babies, you have ordained strength. Thank you for strengthening this ministry. Thank you for strengthening these people by the little babblings of babies. Oh, thank you for shaming the wise with what's deemed foolish in man's eyes. Thank you, Yahweh, my lover, my favorite. Cohen, you really, the Lord really spoke to you about your parents. Whatever you felt, the smallest of impressions, the quickest of pictures, I know that the Lord really spoke to you. That's crazy, man. Like the invisible one true God just talked to you. That's a really big deal. These are the people you look upon, Lord, with a humble and contrite heart and tremble at your word. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Yay. <laughs> okay, pinners. Front and center. Oh, announcements. Two-minute warning, pinners. Um, really, I'm just thinking of our retreat coming up. So text me if you're planning on coming. And... Um, Please, like if you have some people in your life, like friends, family, um, acquaintances that you think just would really be blessed by the time away, invite them. Invite them to the retreat. Um, you know, they may not even at a be at a place where they want to attend the sessions. Like, that's okay. They could just come and, and fellowship with us and eat with us and, you know, hike and, you know, do all the things that there are to do. Um, but it's... April 12th to 14th, and there's tons of space. So those of us who have been before know that there's a lodge, but they've now opened up the basement, and it's got, I think they said like 20 beds or something. This is if God just brings a youth group spontaneously <laughs> that is going to go along with us because it's like it's like more youth youth group style in the basement. <laughs> you can imagine 20 beds. Um, but it is a lot of space. So if you have people, or like a large family, like a really large family with a ton of kids or something like that, or an extended family to sleep down there, something like that it would have to be people like that that could sleep together. Um, do you all want to introduce your guest? Yay, Zeke! Welcome. <laughs> um, and we're so glad that the Penners are here with us tonight.
<laughs> We're big fans of you guys. <laughs> um, does anybody else have any announcements? Okay. And I think pray for the Jaggers. Some of them are sick again. And I just feel like they've just had it a lot. <laughs> so just keep praying for them. Who am I giving this to? Trenton, Rachel. Oh, I've got kid care tonight along with Nicholas. Um, so we'll go to the back. If you don't have kids that you want to bring with us, we will wait five minutes and then come back. <laughs> if you do, please bring us your chillins. Um, I'm just going to share a couple things quickly. I think Trenton has maybe more to share. But, yeah, so I guess we sent various updates while we were gone, and I'm not sure who all got what ones. But, uh, anyway, it was a crazy trip. It was, yeah. Um, yeah, even just, like, starting, like, before we went, but, like, the day we were traveling to Mexico in the airport, it was like, Sam was like a, a wild pony let loose. And it was like if you got a wild pony and um, out of the wilderness and let it loose in a mall. It was, I mean, it was just crazy. <laughs> and we were like, <laughs> like, I mean, just like screaming, like, all, like just all of a sudden screaming, stop or whatever and then sprinting like a sprinter through the airport and then going in a convenience store and like grabbing granola bar and opening it and like just like crazy <laughs> and uh and uh so we we were like are we uh just buying return tickets or something <laughs> and, but we got to Mexico and things got more peaceful and then it was yeah, it was just crazy. It was just a crazy time. And um, I I told my family when we got back that it was like living here was hiking up a mountain. Going to Mexico was like hiking up a mountain with a backpack on. And then coming back here was like we took the backpack off, so it felt a little easier. <laughs> but today was actually a really, really, really crazy day. Um, yeah. But... Um, yeah, I, it felt like there was some definitely spiritual oppression stuff going on. Like, uh, Sam woke up screaming in bed this morning, and it was just kind of like that was the start of the day. Um, but, yeah, I guess this is kind of a weird way to start sharing. I'm just, it's just been a really long day because Trenton worked all day, so I've, I'm really... We're in late. I'm in a flurry. Um, anyway, um... But just a few things I wanted to share is, um, so in one in one message I sent um, that some of you got was like that I just had like this this idea of like Sam God using Sam to like flip over tables and just like expose people's hearts and expose my own heart and kind of be like, you know, He's gonna bring you to the end of your rope and what is left, you know, what's in your heart. And uh, so God was doing that in our lives and in other people's lives. And there was ugly stuff that came out of people and out of us. And um, I, I think a lot of this stuff had already come out of me, honestly, over the last year. <laughs> but anyway. Um, right, Sam? <laughs> um, 
Trinity, he's got your full water bottle. Um, yeah, so it's just, yeah. Uh, when we were there, uh, maybe after we'd been there a couple weeks and we were praying, Trenton had this picture of our family on top of a mountain because there were lots of really pretty mountains there. And he had a picture of us on top of a mountain with a, a bl- and there was like a storm all around us and a blanket covering us. And the blanket was like God's presence. Um, and I was like, well, I really hope that that storm was what already happened because yeah. I can't handle more storm. But turns out there was more storm. Um, so it wasn't a storm that had already happened. It was just more, there's just more storm too. Um, and, but just the idea of Jesus being with us, that is just like, that's kind of what I've come away with is like, Jesus is with us and, um, his presence is the plan. Um, and I, I heard somebody say the other day that like, um, you know, whatever your is going on in your life, like maybe you need healing of something or you have some struggle or some hard thing, whatever it is, if it's physical, mental, spiritual, relational, whatever, that um, obviously there's like one aspect where you're like, you want healing, like if you're sick, you want physical healing or like relational healing, there's like that healing. But the ultimate healing is knowing Jesus is with you um, and just knowing him as everything. Like that's the ultimate healing that God is like that, the suffering is like the ultimate healing of your suffering is knowing Jesus is with you and his presence. Um, and then there's like also the other healing too. Um, so I think that's about all I had to share. Oh, and I'll just share a couple, just a couple quick testimonies of like, I had shared before, um, like a few weeks before we went that like, I really was like that God was like, had healed me um, of like kind of like some OCD sort of stuff and anxiety stuff and just different ways that that looked. And I just want to testify that that was like a real healing. Like, um, there were so many ways that I would have been totally triggered in Mexico that even like the food that we ate or like a lot of different things that would have been like really, really hard that it was like, I was just healed. Like, wouldn't you say Trenton? Um, and another cool testimony is, uh, it was just so crazy that, um, I decided to wean Zadok while I was there. I weaned my other boys when they turned two around then and Zadok's like was 15 months, but I just felt like, you know, I just need to wean him for the sanity of like, just to like, if I get 10% more something from it, it will be worth it for the whole family. And, um, and it was like, and I, yeah, I know this might not, whatever, but like I always wean my boys cold turkey, like all or nothing, and it's really intense kind of thing. But um, Zadok, like, he was just completely fine. It was crazy. He was just like, and all, always with each of them, the last time I nursed them, I didn't know it was the last time. It was just like after that last time, it was like at some point I'd be like, I think that this is, I'm weaning them now. And, uh, but Zadok, it was, like, completely fine. He was completely fine. I never once had to, like, reject him. It was crazy. <laughs> and so there were, like, some really cool testimonies.
of just various things. Um, but yeah. God, I thank you that you are here with us and with me and with Rachel and with Samuel. And um, I just thank you for your plans and purposes for our family. I thank you for all the amazing things we walked through and experienced and all the amazing things you did in us this past two months, ten weeks. Um, and uh, I just ask for your presence here with us right now and that you'd help me and um, just ask God that you would display your a salvation here this evening, I pray in Jesus' name. My stress level is actually like really high because of how Sam is behaving, like even just like on the way here up to the door. And uh, um, one of the things that um, we were uh, told before going to Mexico by the base leaders was uh, prayer, that Sam would get lots of prayer. And um, it was after we were, I realize now there's so many details that are just like, there's just so many details. But after we were told we wouldn't be able to do the DTS, that was February 7th, then I kind of gave the complaint like, but what about all the prayer for Sam that we were promised kind of, just kind of. And then, so then the next morning, um, we were told, well, maybe it could work for you to do the DTS. Um, but hey, why don't we also have some prayer time for Sam? But he doesn't talk, and you're his dad, so you stand in. So then I, I, uh, I was the one being receiving prayer. <coughs> and um, uh, Basically, I was delivered of stuff that I've been carrying for decades and years. And, and I'm talking like literal evil spirits deliverance. And I didn't like, there was no manifestation. There was no like observable occurrence of like, you know, stuff you might make a movie about. But as far as the difference in my behavior and my emotions, my emotional health like received like a huge like transformation and like so much so that for the next week most days that week I don't know if it was every day but almost every day Rachel was like wow Trenton you're really nice today wow thanks for being so nice to me and like she had to live with me for we've been married almost or just over almost not almost nine years and uh and so look reflecting back on my life now it's like, oh my goodness, like, why couldn't that happen way sooner? Well, wh why did it have to wait until like two months into Mexico? Why did it have to wait until like nine years into marriage? Why did I have to go through seminary carrying all that baggage? There were times where I would ask myself, I think I have a demon. I, do I have a demon? Like, I, I, no, I, I would sometimes, yeah, no, yeah, well, there's, there's nuanced terms. So there's like demonization. And then there's possession, and then there's oppression, there's inhabitation, and they all like mean different things, and people define them differently. I started. I used to think demonization meant like uh, the guy in chains 
that Jesus set free who had legion. So that was the categorization of demonized. But I started to think of myself as having been demonized because I was just under regular oppression. So I don't know what the proper definition is, but I was... Yeah, yeah, whatever that is, whatever term you want for that. So um, an example is uh, I had a, uh, um, a taskmaster mentality towards God. Like I knew God was my father. I knew I was loved. Um, but I underlying, I, whether I could express it or not, the way I behaved is that I believed that if I could do X, Y, Z in a day, that was a good day, and God was proud of me for the things I did. And he, and, and I could justify that theologically. And in some sense, there's even there's truth to that, in a sense. But, um, but then, and then I had a negative list. If I did X, Y, Z on the negative list, that meant I was a bad Christian. And so I, I evaluated my spiritual walk and my spirituality based on a list of do's and don'ts. And I also applied that to Rachel. And so Rachel, for our marriage, has had to walk under this taskmaster husband who evaluates her spirituality based on whether she does X, Y, and Z. And even if I couldn't have said it as clearly as I just did, that's how I lived. And even though um, I've like repented of being religious many times over the years, um, there is still that layer to it. And... Uh, and so that's just like a huge, huge thing to be delivered of. Um, another, some really massive things that I was delivered of is uh, frustration. Another one is disappointment. And so I would um, have some situation happen. You know, be like, Rachel says I can't go to soccer. <laughs> Boom, my weekend is ruined. And I'm just carrying this disappointment. I'm trying not to be upset at her, but I've just got all this anger and just like, I'm just down. And it's just like, this is dumb. Like, I'm not, I'm not a nine-year-old. And, and yet, helpless. Helpless to do anything about it. Helpless to change my emotions. Helpless to, to uh, change the way I'm thinking and feeling. Um, and, and same with frustration. I would get easily frustrated and then not be able to get let those feelings go. And I and uh, not and just feeling helpless, and um, and so uh, all I did was just say, uh, oh frustration, yeah. So um, I repent of frustration. I break my agreement with frustration. Um, spirit of frustration, leave me now in Jesus' name. Uh, oh disappointment. Um, okay, I, I confess my I am often disappointed. I I renounce agreement with disappointment. And I command a spirit of disappointment to be gone from me in Jesus' name. Just like that. And then in the coming days, realizing when I would normally be triggered and just set on this emotional roller coaster, just being like, oh, I'm fine. Wow. And so my, like, scientifically thinking and analyzing, the, the simplest explanation I can come up with is that I had literal evil spirits with me um, for years, and I didn't know it, and now they're gone, or at least held back at bay. 
Um, and that's like, like, I mean, I have a master's degree in biblical studies, and that's not that complicated, and yet it, I was blind to it for decades. I was, uh, it, for whatever reason, I just could not, I did not realize that simple truth, that as a, a believer in Jesus, um, evil spirits had a measure of control over my life. And now they have less. (laughs) I don't want to say I'm completely free because, so then a few days, a couple weeks later, it's our last night before coming, last night in San Diego before boarding the airplane the next day. And I don't know when it began. I don't know what happened. But all of a sudden, I was just angry again. And I was just upset. And my emotions were all in a swirl. And I couldn't figure it out. And I was lashing out at Rachel. And eventually, it was, it was like so bad that eventually she was just like, just go for a walk already. And I just stormed out. And I said, it's kind of funny to think of it now, but I said, you, get, you got what you want, and I'm a monster. And slam. And I was gone for the next 90 minutes. And I was just pacing outside, pleading with God to show me what on earth was going on with my emotions. And I was just having like th- thought after thought after thought of just like accusation and and um, just stuff I didn't want. I don't like those thoughts. And like finding myself agreeing with half of them, which is half too many, and just trying to like get rid of it and pray and pleading with God. Finally, at 3 a.m., I, I don't know if I slept much because I was just trying to process through the day. What am I feeling? When did it begin? What started all this? Why am I going through this again? I thought I was free. Then uh, I'm on the toilet, and I'm praying, and God helps me to see it's resentment. It's resentment. I was resenting Rachel. I had all this resentment towards her. So I was like, oh, um, I just confess my resentment. I break agreement with resentment. I renounce it. I hate you. You spirit of resentment, go away. Leave me alone in Jesus' name. Done. And, and I was just completely free. Just like that. And uh, praise Jesus. I don't want to live like that. And, I, and it's sad to think that I have lived that way for so long. And, um, and, and I, I, like I, I when um, on the, the Thursday morning, February 8th, when I was going through all that stuff, I was like feeling so sad for Rachel that she's had to like put up with me for so long. And, and but, in my case, I was blind to it. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know why. I didn't want to be like that. I just was. I was just always, not always. I was easily, frequently triggered into anger. And my only label for it was anger. And I didn't know what it really was. It was really many other things. And I had no idea when it started, where it began. I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember what caused it, where it came from. I still don't know. I don't know at which point um, the spirits of whichever one it is started uh, having control over my heart. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't, I don't, at this point, it doesn't matter. Praise God. I, I have freedom, and, and I want to keep that freedom. So a remarkable thing that happened is uh, that was me. So February 8th prayer time was me standing in for Samuel. Um, Samuel, at that point, had regularly been exhibiting aggression and violence 
He was attacking another a nine-year-old kid there. He was big. The other kid was small, and Sam was big. Um, the other kid, most of the time, was able to kind of defend himself a bit. It wasn't completely unprovoked, but it was definitely behavior that was new to us with Sam. Like, it wasn't his normal behavior. You guys have known him almost his whole life. Um, and so it was just like, it was blindsiding for us. We didn't know what to do. Like, what on earth? Where is this coming from? Well, that stopped uh, within 24 hours. And he was just back to his regular peaceful self. Yeah, so, and and he was that way until uh, a couple days ago. Um, at some point, it's, he's, he's now... Uh, he has been, today was um, like he woke up screaming. I went into the bedroom. He's jabbing his finger in my face and saying, kill that man, kill that man, kill that man. And, and most of the day has been uh, behavior similar to that. Sorry, am I? Am I? Okay. Um, and uh, even like just before coming here, he was... Um, quite violent and aggressive, trying to bite and stuff and saying things that he shouldn't. And so I... I mm-hmm. And there are times where he'll go from like about to rip someone's head off to laughing and giggling in like a split second. Um, but I don't know what it is. And, and when I try and pray for him, I, I nothing's, nothing happens. Um... And so, I just, I'm, um, yeah, I just want to, there's a couple things, a couple things I'd like to, uh, two, two things I'd like to proceed with. Um, I'd like it if we could pray for Samuel, and I don't know what that'll look like. Um, and then I would like to also um, uh, facilitate a congregational self-deliverance session as you're comfortable and free. Um, I'll just pray and ask the Holy Spirit to bring things to our minds. And then no one has to come up. No one has to expose themselves. It's just private, under your breath. Just um, as the Lord leads, maybe you'll get free of one or more things, like I did. We'll, I don't know. I think so. I, it's, um, I believe the Lord is, has put that on my heart to do. And I asked Travis, and he said, go for it. So We'll we'll do that. Um. Um, like something that I like, I'm sure people have different ideas about it. But like, there's been some times where I've felt really triggered, like to kind of feel certain ways that I have in the past, and then it's like it's just like surrendering to Jesus, like recognizing it, surrendering it to Jesus, and like just. There's some like things that I've been praying for for healing for like years and years, and that I'm still not healed of. And it doesn't mean I don't have faith that sometime I could be healed from them. But I think that there's something I've realized is that God has like an appointed time for healing. And if there's something that you pray for healing of and you're not healed of it, it doesn't mean that there's something like I don't know. It just can be so easy to like feel really discouraged. 
really like just to keep pressing in and having faith and knowing that God does want our healing, but um, but like sometimes like there's like a spiritual process that happens that we don't see. Sometimes things happen right away immediately, and other times there's like some process, and it's just so we don't always know what's going on. That's kind of right. Mm-hmm. I th- one thing I think is that Samuel's behavior has somewhat been because of this evening and um, and the things the, as the Lord was giving me ideas and as I was praying for them, his behavior s- seemed to, to coincide in the op- opposite negative direction. It, it was just fascinating for me. And so I think that um, it kind of gives me a bit of hope and faith. Um, that's yeah I'm just going to pray for a bit and then so Lord I just thank you for your goodness and Lord I thank you for this body that I can actually stand up here and say the things I've said and people don't think I'm weird maybe some people here do and that's fine and in many ways I am weird but the point is that this is a body that is has been so accepting of our family and and that's just so astounding and remarkable. To me, that's evidence of God. And so I just thank you, God, for this body, for this family. And I pray that you would bless these people, Lord. I ask that you would come and touch our hearts. I ask that you would come and heal Samuel, our happy little dancer, and um, bless him to be free. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor, to proclaim liberty to the captives, to the opening of the prison to those who are bound. And one other line I forget, but God, I thank you that you are God who saves. Jesus, you are the Messiah who saves. And that's a big word. There's, you deliver, you rescue, you set free, you heal, you forgive us. And I thank you for your blood. I thank you for your presence. And Lord, we, we come to you this evening asking for your deliverance. And I wouldn't doubt that almost all of us and this isn't me trying to accuse or judge, but just like simple math, just guessing that I'm not super unique, that most of us here probably have stuff we've been carrying and we don't even know it, that we've been blind to. And so I just ask, Lord, for your light to shine. We ask for the illumination of the Spirit. We ask, God, that you would display your power and your love and set us free. So um, so you don't have to follow my formula, but if you would like a formula to follow, it doesn't have to be formulaic, because it's, it's not really, it's not witchcraft, it's not magic, it's we're talking to Jesus and, and we're, we're trusting in the authority he's given us, so it's not, but sometimes it's helpful to just have some things to say. So if you, you can do things your own way, but if you want to follow how I'll do it, I'll, I'll just say, I confess X, and that doesn't, that doesn't actually automatically mean that X is sin. 
Uh, I think an example is depression. Um, or there's other examples. Um, but sometimes X is sin. And um, But anyway, so we'll just say we... Oh, we, we'll just say that we um, confess X and then break or renounce agreement with X and then just assuming, and it, it might not be the case, but I mean, just in the instance, why not just go be safe with it? Just as, assuming there's a spirit X causing those emotions and feelings or, and behaviors. And just tell it to leave in the name of Jesus, to leave you alone. And then um, I, I'll be um, so you're. I'll be asking the Lord to speak to each of us. But as I hear things, <clears throat> if I feel prompted by the Lord, I'll say it out loud. And then maybe that's something that oh, that's right. Yeah, I'll grab that and I'll say that. So you can do this once or once, zero or as many times as you want. Um, and so Lord we just trust your leadership we just submit ourselves to your leadership Lord you when Jesus when you were flipping tables in the temple you were doing it out of love and when you flip tables in us as your temples you do it out of love and it's a good thing. Freedom is good. This isn't about condemnation or guilt. In fact, condemnation and guilt may be things we will be free from today. This is about being free as your children, walking in the freedom you purchased for us. So Lord, I just ask right now you'd speak to each one of us. What are some things, Lord, that you would like us as individuals and even as a body to be free from that we've been walking and walking with and carrying for too long. So if a, a label pops in your mind, um, just go ahead and and trust the Lord with it and confess it, break agreement, and send it away. Maybe uh, some of us have been walking in various kinds or forms of uh, sexual immorality um, and maybe the reason you haven't experienced freedom is because it's not you it's an evil spirit um, working in you a lot of us have different fears it can be good to break agreement with fear in general um, but it can also be good to go after specific fears A simple way of thinking of what we're doing is basically uh, figuring out a lie we believe and then choosing to align with the truth. So Lord, what are some lies we've believed? What are some lies we've either believed about you or about ourselves or about others? There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. The difference between guilt and the conviction of the Holy Spirit is that guilt has no remedy. You just feel bad. 
and uh, the conviction of the spirit has an outcome. You simply respond to the conviction and it lifts. But if, and conviction is specific and guilt is vague. So if you um, have been walking under this heaviness of feeling bad, but there's no solution to come out of it, that's not God. When God convicts us, he's specific. He's helping us. Guilt is just a terrible feeling meant to basically make us feel bad. It tries to cripple us. Lord, I just want to ask for healing of traumas. If there have been traumatic events, circumstances, traumatic relationships, times of crisis when we were vulnerable. And Lord, I just ask for healing. I ask, that, Lord, that you would let your light shine on our memories that are attached to trauma. Bring healing. Help us to see what's true, what's real. Where were you? How do you love us? What are you saying? A lot of times, unforgiveness is uh, extremely hard uh, to let go of. But by the power of God, we can experience freedom from unforgiveness. Jesus wants to set us free from unforgiveness. A lot of times we also need to forgive ourselves. Sometimes we need to forgive God. That doesn't mean that God has done anything wrong, but we have to, but we've held things against him as if he had done something wrong. And so then we need to actually practice forgiveness in that sense of letting go of what we're holding against God. Lord, I just ask, I thank you for your peace. I thank you, God, for freedom. I thank you, God, for healing. Sometimes um, we have sp uh, spoken things that um, we maybe didn't realize it, but it was actually hearing something spiritual and then proclaiming it over ourselves or another person um, and that and that's actually a form of cursing cursing ourselves or, or cursing another person because we hear oh they're not smart or or they'll never be good at this or I'll never this or I'm such a and um, that's actually not from God's heart that's from the enemy. And so, Lord, if whatever curses we've spoken over others or over ourselves, 
I ask you to bring that to mind, that we can be free from that, that we can break our agreement with if we have ever spoken curses. I thank you that you are a God of blessing. You love to bless us. May our lips bless you, O Lord. I heard heard the word exile. Maybe someone in the room feels like you're in exile. Jesus has delivered us from the domain of darkness and brought us into the, the kingdom of God. I thank you, Father, that you have given us the victory through Jesus Christ, your Son. Let's have a time of prayer for Samuel. Um, He won't sit still, so there's a little point trying to get him to sit still. Um, um, I think just as you feel led, you can just, whoever wants to, however they want to start praying for Sam. And maybe we can even all do it at once or if someone feels led to pray a little louder so others can hear and agree with them, go ahead. I'll just start out, God, I thank you for my boy, my firstborn son. We gave him to you, he's yours. And and uh, you have given him back to us um, to steward. And God, I don't know why he um, has the conditions he has. I don't know why he has been behaving the way he's been behaving. Besides that, when I was set free, he was way better for weeks. And um, he wasn't healed of his conditions, but God, I just, I just want to ask for his deliverance. Ask God for Samuel's freedom. You are a God of who delivers. I pray that you would deliver Samuel. And Lord, if someone here has a word of knowledge or if you speak to me or whatever it is, what is there something, what do we need to know, God? What I just pray you'd bring to light whatever you need to shine your light, Lord, I pray. Jesus, Samuel,
are more, more of an obvious objection. Anyway, the, the, this is affected Samuel. Just like it affected Samuel and his role for the people. Um, and in the New Testament, where Paul says, um, I fill up in my flesh what is lacking in the sufferings um, on behalf of the body of Christ, the church. And I think Samuel's a sign of wonder. He's, he's dealing with the impact of the body of Christ's rejection of the kingship of Jesus. So, Lord, we repent. Um, Father, we repent before you for rejecting your anointed, um, who you set on your hill as a king. And we turn from that to receive you. We don't choose. As for me and my house here, Lord, we, we don't choose to reject you as the king. Whatever that looks like or feels like to us, we choose to receive you as king. We say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And Lord, we, we agree that this has impacted um, the Samuel community, the prophetic community, the, the prophets in the church. And we agree that it's impacted Samuel better. So, Lord, we turn from that rejection of you as the king. And we ask you to cleanse us of our rebellion against your true kingship and cleanse the prophetic ministry in the church. Cleanse the Samuel ministry where none of the prophet's words fell to the ground. Everything was accurate. And cleanse Samuel Penner.
received or the time coming. I don't know what it looks like and how it's going to manifest itself. But I believe there's God has, has an appointed time where he's going to call Samuel out. And there's going to be, and I believe there's something that God is allowing, and, and Rachel mentioned an appointed time of healing, deliverance, restoration. I believe, I believe there's an appointed time where God is going to call with authority and with definitiveness for Samuel to come out and whatever has been concealing and trying to prevent and buffet that will flee. Uh, and, what, and how that looks. That's why I pray, Father, your plans for you say any word that you declare, Jesus, uh, will come into fruition. Nothing can buffet, nothing can prevent uh, your appointed time. So I pray that anything that would try to prevent, anything that would try to carry, that would try to delay your appointed time, for Samuel and for the Pinner family, we just cancel that in the name of Jesus. We believe there's power and we agree with what you have said, Lord. And so we come into agreement with the plans, the promises of God over Samuel. Right. And we reject and rescind any assignment against him in the name of Jesus. Yeah. No weapon forged against him or the Pinner household. Make arms with them, Lord. Unity, Jesus. We know there's power in unity. There's power in agreement with the truth. Yes. So I just believe there's like, as we come into an agreement, even with this, with our church body, with the family of, of believers around the Pinner family, I believe there's power even being released in our agreement with the truth, what God is saying over Samuel. So call them out, Lord. Do that that we plan to do, Lord. Yes. In Jesus' name. I'm hearing the word reset. Yeah. I believe the Lord is going to come in at a specific time and reset the things that have been destroyed or taken by the enemy. And we just believe that that reset is coming in the name of Jesus. And yeah. that it will be restored. Reset and restored are very similar. That's what Michael would be saying, restoration. Yeah. Lord, I just pray that you would come in and reset the things that the enemy has tried to to bring it out here, we just believe that that reset is coming and that Samuel is yours. We declare that in the name of Jesus and that you are going to come in and do an amazing work for him because I do believe that he is a prophetic sign and that you have work for him to do. And Father, we as a body just come together and say we are ready for you to intervene. Come in and reset the things that have been wrong set them back more
So I just wanted to speak over Sam that he is a gift. He's a gift to people, to us, but he's also a gift to God. God has given him to us, and we give him back to the Lord um, as this this gift that he's always giving. Um, a couple other things about him. Tonight he had that the same person things got in his hand right now. He was up front shaking it and dancing. And, um, I, I see things sometimes that are kind of weird. And for a half second there, it didn't look like a purple ribbon. It looked like a black snake that he had by the head. And he was just shaking it and turning this, this snake into a streamer for celebrating the Lord. Um, so I just, I stand in agreement with that picture of him just totally decimating the works of the enemy by the hand of God. My finger stopped. And yet the things that the Lord tried, or that the enemy tried to throw at the people of the Lord um, for, for their harm. The Lord's been I just want to like share a couple things quickly, and um, it it feels like that while we've been gone, like so we came back and people have said like, "Wow, Zadok, you're bigger and stuff," and it feels like dwelling is bigger <laughs> spiritually. <laughs> like it kind of feels like, "Wow, you guys have kind of like grown a little," and uh, I feel like we kind of grew some in some ways, and it feels like you guys have grown too, and like so it's like really cool. It's really special. Um, and I, you guys are definitely a huge gift to our family. And I mean, um, like when we started coming to dwelling five and a half years ago, which is a crazy amount of time, like for us, um, we kind of like came because it was like, there's nowhere else to go. <laughs> um, and yeah, we just feel really good to be here. Um, and and I feel like Samuel is a, a gift. He's a gift to us, but he's not ours. He's Jesus's. And he's for Jesus's, like, yeah, he's like Jesus's. He's, and so he's not like ours and stuff. And I feel like he's a gift for all of us, for you guys too. Like, um, 
and that you guys accepting Sam is um, very pleasing to Jesus and is like a blessing. Um, like that he's, it's anyway. But something I also want to say is like, obviously as, there, as Sam's parents, like we have some responsibilities or there's certain things that, you know, that kind of we do for him that, you know, we should do for him and stuff. Um, but like as a community, you know, like it takes a village to raise a child and we really, you know, trust you guys in helping us with Sam and, you know, um, protecting your own water bottles and all those kind of things, but like even more serious things too, um, cause we, we need that help. And then also like, we want to, um, like to, like, we know that there's things to, to figure out just like on a weekly basis. Like obviously tonight, uh, Trenton and I have been the ones up here, so we've been letting Sam go a little, run a little wild, <laughs> but like, we know that there's times where it's, better if we take Sam outside or various things. And so we need your help to know sometimes what those times are, because if you're quiet, we don't know. And everybody's different. Sue's from Africa. Maybe she can talk over noise. But um, I was listening to Tommy speak the other day and he was like, there's an airplane I can't think. <laughs> and so it's like, Maybe some people can't think over noise, and other people can. And but like, if nobody tells us anything, we don't know, um, and we don't want our family to like to be um, to feel like a burden or anything. Um, and so we just really need to know how to work together. Um, so yeah. have been praying for Sam. I'm not going to preach. <laughs> when we were praying for Sam, when they were in Mexico, I was thinking in my mind, like, um, if only they were here, and because we are fasting and praying, then we, the elders would anoint him with oil, and that which we are saying, we want to see it manifested, we can declare from now on what we want. The Bible says in Matthew 18 and verse 18, I tell you the truth, whatsoever you bind on earth will be bowed in heaven, and whatsoever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything you ask for, it will be done for you, for you by my Father in heaven. It says anything. So, Whatever we, we ask and we agree about some, it will be done. But all we need to do is to, to be in agreement. Yesterday, somebody called me, and they were in a dire need, a situation. Um, I wouldn't go into details, but somebody was in jail, a young man, and it was, it was a bad issue. And the first lawyer said, they needed 30000 and they had to be paid 10000 So um, the auntie to the young man called me, and uh, we agreed. <laughs> it was over the phone, and we agreed, and we said we turned out the whole thing because there was a lot of lies and a lot of confusion, and it was, it's happening in another state, and 
we didn't know what to do and we, there was no way to. But we agreed over the phone and we said, that young man is coming out of jail free. And this morning she called me and told me he came out free. They got a lawyer who asked for 800 and they went and looked at the, at the, at the evidence and he, he was allowed to go home with no bail just to take himself back whenever it will be mentioned. So I said that in order to say whatsoever we shall agree. So I don't know what the parents have agreed on, but whatever it is they agree on, we will be there too and back that up and make a declaration tonight that from now on, when you look at Sam, don't pray for his healing. From today, we'll be thanking God for his healing because we're going to agree that um, Akotim said it's a reset. So we're declaring, we are declaring the reset tonight. So after this, we'll be witnessing yes. that reset happening. Because sometimes the believers, we put it for, uh, uh, out there for tomorrow because we don't want to be disappointed if we don't see it today. But we want to have a declaration. We have to move a, a, another level. We have to move closer. We have to make a declaration and decide in our hearts what are we agreeing upon? What do we want to see? We have prayed. So if there are those demons that cannot, can only go when people pray and fast, we have done it. So, and then the word of God says, if we agree, two people agree on a thing, we are more than two. So whatsoever we agree upon tonight, we declare it and we believe it. And when you look at Sam, you see him as you have declared. It doesn't matter what he'll be doing. It doesn't matter whether we see the, it happening tonight or in the future. But when you see him in your mind and in your spirit and in your heart, see him like we have, we'll be, we, we have agreed tonight. So whatsoever the parents have agreed, I will ask maybe some of the elders, whoever will be able to be able to touch him with the oil. Because the Bible says, if anyone is sick, let the elders come and pray over him. And tonight, whatever it is he's going through is not normal. So it's sickness, whatever kind it is. So it just, then we'll make the declaration and declare that from tonight, it is done. you ask the parents, the parents, what do we want, what do you want us to agree with you tonight? Mom and dad, tell us what we are agreeing upon. We have the word of God to start on, so tell us what we are agreeing on tonight. So we are agreeing that Samuel is free and Samuel is back. Youth. So declare it. Open your mouth and you have been. If you have fasted for him, declare it. Even as they as they lay their hands on him and anoint him.
in the name of Jesus, we declare the least in the name of Jesus, la kayondo roboshata, rekayanda rababashika, ramana masika labanamashata. In the name of Jesus, we make a declaration tonight. Rakayotala banamashata. In the name of Jesus, rakayanda. Our heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we have led your word in Matthew 18 and 19. Your word says that. Whatsoever two people shall agree together and pray and ask of the Father it's in heaven, it shall be done. So tonight, we ask for Sam's freedom, and we ask that Sam will be back in the name of Jesus. So whatsoever has been happening in Sam's life, whatsoever has been distorting his life, we declare an aid tonight in the name of Jesus. And from this night, we declare that Sam is back, and Sam is free, and Sam will operate like every other normal kid his age, in the name of Jesus. Every frustration of the enemy, we cancel you. Every plan that the enemy had over Sam, we cancel it. Every spirit from hell, we declare that you are under our feet, in the name of Jesus. So from today, we declare Sam's freedom. And we declare that he is back in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We thank you that you have done it. We thank you for your healing. We thank you for your deliverance. We thank you for the penance. We bless them. We bless the other boys. We bless mom and dad. And we thank you that God, you took them to Mexico and you have brought them back. And we declare now that their lives will be different. We declare that there will be peace in their house. We declare that there will be blessings in their house. We declare that they are going to move in another level spiritually, physically, monetarily, in the name of Jesus. We bless them and we thank you for what you have done from tonight. Even as our eyes will, will, be, will, uh, will be witnesses of your manifestation. We give you honor. We give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, one thought is that if you have experienced uh, freedom, deliverance, healing, then I want to hear about it. Te share somehow or other. Testify. I think our evening's up, maybe, but um, but maybe. However, I don't know. But yeah, I think um, I think this was like a ministry shifting moment for dwelling. Um, Hey, you remember that time when Zadok was like reaching out at you and like getting you one? I heard him saying over and over again, preacher, preacher. And I was like, I rock with that Zadok. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, it's after seven, you know, you're dismissed. Um, please do though, if there's any testimonies of tonight, I had a dramatic one. Um, and praying over myself and glory and our marriage. I mean, like this, this was like a night of like marital transformation. I think that every single marriage here, you know, even if we didn't sense it, I feel like that we just were given gold that came from their fire and, uh, that they, they with their life have purchased eye salve to bring to us to show us a better way to see our spouses and families. Um, so I think tonight was really big. 
and it was really big for me and Glow and Zoe and our family. Um, so yeah, you're dismissed. Please share any testimonies with them, whether in person or text it to them. And uh, yeah, have a great week.